Hello, everybody. Welcome to a different episode of the Pop Dunk Power Hour. Uh, my name is Colton, and I'm here with Tino. Um, we have to do this one remote today, so this is only going to be an audio episode. But you're still going to get the same great quality. I don't even know. Do you watch the YouTube? I do. Uh, you do? I, okay. I put them on in the background when I'm doing things, uh, oh, just to I give see. us a couple of views. But sure. Uh, <laughs> you got yeah, fluff those those view counts. Yeah, we gotta. Uh, I don't know. We gotta get more people to watch the YouTubes because I, I, I need people to experience how much I talk with my hands when we're beside oh, each other. Yeah. and it's not even like I'm not even doing anything crazy. I'm just holding my arms up like this, like so. Yeah, stupid. it's a it's a lot. Like when I when I do our recordings for like our modules and things like that, like I have to like tell myself not to do too much hands. Yeah, but I'm usually just like waist side of things. Usually you can't really see it, but yeah, you're like. <laughs> You're almost 90 degrees. I don't know why. Parallel to the floor. I feel like in my day-to-day life, like I don't usually do that. So I don't know why it's it's a thing whenever we record. Yeah, that's funny. I can't explain it. Um, So, yeah, we're not here in person, but we were yesterday, briefly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For a moment. (laughs) Yeah, you you tell that story from your perspective. Actually, no, let me tell from my perspective first because yeah. uh, I'm an idiot and uh, oblivious to the world around me. So yeah. I had an early day, uh, an early day yesterday at work. Um, so I had my gym stuff with me. Just go straight to the gym afterwards, kind of thing. First oh, thing wait, I do. You were done work after that? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Jesus. Wednesdays are my short days, and I take full advantage of it. It's yeah. phenomenal. So uh, I have my gym stuff with me. Go straight to the gym. Um, and I always go and do my cardio like first thing when I get there, because if I leave it to the end, I'll talk myself out of it. And then I'm Mm. mad at myself afterwards. So go to the Stairmaster, hop on there. And within like a couple of minutes, this guy comes and and goes onto the machine directly beside mine, which is like what I mean, it's kind of like the urinal thing when you you should leave a gap between, but this clearly an extra space. Yeah. This guy just came right beside me. Like whatever, not a big deal, I guess. Um, and I could feel this person while I'm there. I'm trying to watch a video while I'm on the Stairmaster to kill some time. I can feel this guy like looking in my direction, like almost staring at me. And I just didn't want to give it any attention, didn't want to give it any energy. So I just ignored it. And then this text message pops up on my phone from Colton Easton saying, I have terrible situational awareness. <laughs> and I look beside me and there's Colton panting beside me on the Stairmaster. <laughs> I was done my workout and like I finished my last thing. I think I was just doing biceps or triceps and like I get up and I see you walk in and I'm like, oh, right. I forgot you had an anytime membership and I forgot that you would go to this gym, of course, because it's like right next to both of our places. So I was just going to look at you because I was like, yeah, he, he would eventually turn over and look at me. Um, <laughs> but he just went straight to the side where the stairs, the stairs are. So I was going to call you. And then I was like, nah, I'm just going to go up on the Stairmaster. And I start and I start walking. You took a minute to notice. So I was done my workout. I was gassed already. So I'm trying to have a conversation with you about like what we could do for the next little bit. And I'm just like, this is maybe like five minutes on the Stairmaster. And like, I'm like it's a terrible way to end a workout. Like my legs today are sore. Oh my God. It's so funny too, because like we're trying to have a conversation about like our recording schedule. And so you're at the end of your workout and you're trying yeah. to have like long sentences with me and yeah just like gasping so i'm like because i'm so mad at work right now because i got so much <laughs> stuff to do and they're told me that i got to do all this 
<laughs> and you know what's funny is like after you left, uh, another one of my uh, like my boss that I do broadcasting with and stuff like that, uh, he texted me like right after you left to say like, "Hey, call me." And I'm like yeah. on the stairs. This is the only opportunity where I'm going to be able to have a prolonged conversation with him. Yeah. So I'm doing. I was essentially doing what you were doing, like oh on the God. stairs, have my my headphones on, like on the phone, panting the whole time. It was awful. It was just right. horrendous. But terrible. Uh, good for us for it's making good. it through the stairmaster. Hey, we did it. You know, <laughs> would you would you work? You just did that, or you, you uh, what did do? I do yesterday? Chest and tries, I think. Oh boy. Yeah, you know, trying to trying to you know get those. What's the chest muscle called again? My pecs. Pecs. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get and those pectorals. My shirt. Um, <laughs> last episode uh, was the first ever uh, nostalgia run. Yeah. What did you? Uh, how did you feel about it? I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool when I listened back. It, it was. Yeah. It was a very like educational experience for me. I think I even said on the podcast like that era is like just before me. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that I was lo- that you were talking about mostly because you hel- you took the reins for that episode thank god because it would have been awful <laughs> if it was me doing it um I learned a ton I thought it was in- I thought it was really good and I'm excited to do more of them as we progress through eras yeah and that's what I thought too I mean I was also learning a lot doing it because like we're born in the same year but I definitely thought a lot like of the 90s kind of like remnants like kind of made its way into kind of the early 2000s where we started where our, our, our lives are started remembering things at least <laughs> um so yeah and it was a lot of fun to kind of just do a little kind of trip and more exploratory different eras so yeah i mean hopefully we'll do a little bit more just year by year you mm-hmm. know whenever we can starting with um again we'll look at 2000 and then we'll go up all until until where we can so yeah um uh, as we move on here, I have my, I have my like notes to, to go over here. Also, by the way, like I mean, you guys are I'm sure all aware because you've seen the title of the episode. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite albums um, and so on. But uh, before we get to that, I got obviously got to get through my intro notes. We got to tell you about what we've been listening to and stuff like that. So I want to give everyone uh, another chapstick update because uh, you know, <laughs> I, I have a new chapstick update uh, every week. I got back on the Burt's Bees trend. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jen pulled out uh, another, an, like a stick from her purse. She's like, "Hey, I have this one. It's extra one. You could have it. Grapefruit flavor. It was incredible. Had it for about four days. Left it at the radio station. So I'm back on the Blistex, and I'm really wow. upset about it wow. because once you have the flavor of Burt's Bees, and then you have to mm-hmm. go back to some Blistex, it's horrendous. This yeah. is the issue that nobody's talking about in the world." <sighs> Blistex, man. It's garbage. <laughs> You're very passionate about these things, and it's very it's very hard for me to relate. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I get it, you know? Ven's got one in her car, <laughs> like on her nightstand table, and she's just like, I need it. I was like, you... Sure. One day, you know? one day we're going to get a ChapStick sponsorship. That's gonna be that's gonna be my goal is for us that to is, get. That's the day I quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last thing I got on my list here that I wanna I wanna go over uh, before I ask you what you've been listening to. Uh, I uh, a handful of episodes now. So this is probably like a month and a half ago or something like that. I was complaining mm-hmm. about on my like walk to the radio station dealing with people and their shitty shitty etiquette when walking in downtown Vancouver and stuff and like bumping into people and slow walkers and bad bumpers, Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. whole list of thing. I have a new group of people that I'm incredibly upset with here uh, in Vancouver. You got a new gripe? You got a new gripe. 
Um, people have completely forgotten, or if I don't even know if they ever knew, but SkyTrain etiquette mm. just like doesn't exist anymore. If it ever did, I don't know. Like, it's not like I have a ton of Sky. I mean, like I've been riding the SkyTrain like here and there mm-hmm. since I was like a teenager or whatever. But the amount of people, like, let people off the SkyTrain before you before you start coming on. Sure. And I get it. Like everybody's in a rush. You know, everybody mm-hmm. just wants to, if you're leaving work, you're going to work, you're trying to get to a destination, like you just want to get there. Like, don't talk yeah. to me, people. I just want to get there. Yeah. But it's a lot smoother of an experience for everybody involved if there's a little bit of organization. Mm-hmm. And nobody wins if a whole pile of people are trying to jam their way into the SkyTrain while a handful of people, people are, are to just trying to get off. Yeah, it, and I mean, at that point, I would, I would be, I'd be elbows up. And that's what I had to do. Yeah. Like, I, I, there, the, there's like, teen, it's not even just teenagers, but this most recent experience, it's just like a group of, group of youths and they're just like <laughs> leaning up against like the little like glass partition that's like right of right at the SkyTrain doors, and they're just hanging out talking and chilling on their Ugh, phones and stuff. Disgusting, and it's like, guys! It's I gotta get out of here. And then as I'm trying to get out of here, like this new group of youths are trying to like get their way on. It's like, okay, guys, just give me four seconds. Let me take let me take eight steps, and I'll be out of your existence. You won't even know who I am anymore. Those Let's, stupid fucking kids! How dare they youths. just sit? and lean on shit <laughs> oh my god oh my god remember when we were those kids i like to think we, that i wasn't one of those kids but i mean everybody likes oh. to think we oh, definitely yeah, no. were one of those kids because i mean you'd hang out with a group right you hang out with a group of boys you get a young group of group of you strapping young lads hanging out <laughs> together they're obviously going to get up to no good and you know if they don't get up to no good you see a group of young teenagers and those fucking kids probably doing some bad shit I mean, sometimes we did do bad shit, but, you know. And sometimes that bad shit was on the SkyTrain or public yeah. transit. But yeah. no more. And no, I won't stand I have for it either. No sympathy. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> um, do you have anything else before I ask you what you've been listening to? I really honestly just focused on the albums because as soon as I started, like, putting this together, and like, yeah. I haven't even ranked them. I just needed to get five out. Yeah, I didn't rank any of them. Hard. I just have I have my five, and I and we we haven't talked about each other's albums, so I'm so excited to hear what yours are. But uh, yeah, no, I, as soon as I like was going through, and I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> there's just there's too many, and there's yeah. so much. Um, so I mean, I, for I don't think I have any. Well, you're gonna ask what what we're listening to. Yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, before we also want to say, but before we get too too much farther as well, um, obviously we already said off the top we're recording this remote, which means we're currently talking to each other over Zoom. At some point, our meeting is going to cut out, and we're going to have to start another one. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so the episode will continue. We're going to try to make the edit as seamless as possible. What if? The, but if there's this weird gap that you can't really understand when you're listening to this just so you know that's that's why just how long are free accounts limited to 40 minutes yeah i think it's 40 minutes yeah okay so i mean we'll we'll see but we'll see. uh yeah tell me what you've been listening to lately um i've been doing podcasts mm-hmm. still As per so yeah when i'm thinking music you know what okay you, actually here's here's what i've been into a lot is <laughs> i i'm a spotify purist 
Spotify is the way to go. <laughs> but I also have access to Apple Music through like Venn's family plan and stuff like that. Because okay. there's four of them. So I was like, hey, you want to <laughs> throw me on there? So do you have Apple Music? I don't. Okay. So they've released this feature called Sing. Okay. Have you heard of it? Never. It is a karaoke feature in spot in in Apple Music. What? <laughs> yeah. So really popular songs like quite a lot. There is this feature. So you do you remember Kanye West way back when he released released his stem player? Remember that little circle thing that he did like he released with his like when he was releasing Donda 2 or something or Donda it was like this circle thing that he called it the stem player and basically what it was is that the album was preloaded on that but you could also um yeah google it pull it up yeah i'm looking it up right now uh, um so what you could also do is you could put music on it because it had like storage capabilities and there was these little sliders at, the, at the, the top of it that you could slide and bring down and that tweaked different uh sounds of the song so you could bring the vocals all the way down and have just the tunes play or you could get rid of just the um you know the the lead guitar or something like that and just have like a base of the actual melody that's so interesting so i think apple saw that and they're like okay well why don't we try this feature out so basically what apple sing is is just basically a feature that allows you to turn down the vocals of a, a lot of different songs that's so cool. So if I play, I, I clicked on uh, the hip hop genre, but basically, I don't know if it's backwards or not, but there's this little, uh, you can look at the lyrics and there's this little icon that's at the top and you click that and now you can customize, like you can set how low you want the vocals to go or. Yeah. So now it's just the vocal or just the song that's playing. No wow. vocals. And then you get to sing along with that. So that's so cool. What a dumb, but cool feature. Oh, it's it's awesome. So like I've created a playlist of obviously karaoke yeah. stuff on the Apple Music and I'm like <laughs> these are the ones that like if I need to just like belt out. Yeah. Um I'm throwing them in here. So those one that's fun to do. Except the problem is, is a lot of the songs that I like to sing, yeah. They don't have that karaoke feature on there yet because like they're a little bit smaller songs, right? They're <laughs> yeah. not as as big. So like you look at like the ballads of what you can sing and like or the the top songs and it's just all like uh pop music like current pop music and stuff yeah, yeah. like that but there is some other good classics in there so i've been trying that out that's a lot of fun actually so that's, that's what that, that'd be a pretty cool thing if like because you can do uh you can like cast your phone screen onto your tv or whatever like yeah. if you just get like a, a shitty little like usb microphone or, or something well, that you can have those, a karaoke night from your phone and those things exist like we were at my buddy chase's house a couple weeks ago for his birthday and he had that like karaoke mic that like it's just a microphone but it's got a little speaker on it yeah that like it does echo and like reverb and stuff like that so yeah, you yeah. just cast you know you're you just connect your phone to a uh uh, like a speaker and yeah. then you use that and then boom you just instant that's karaoke. so cool yeah wow so that's 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 what i've been doing that's what you've been doing okay screaming screaming in the car uh, <laughs> okay i have an album i've been listening to and i've been dying to tell you about it but i oh. didn't want to tell you before we started recording because wow. I, I i just i wanted to be the first person unless you've heard of this album before but i feel yeah. like, i don't think you have but but we'll see okay. um so I might have actually shown you this guy before because I found him like a long time ago on TikTok. Um, but he just does these like long form comedy skits. He's like a really like these really weird comedy skits. 
Um, okay. And he's uh, he go his the name he goes by is Petey. Uh, it does, there's no last name or anything, mm-hmm. um, but he looks like this classic, like California guy, really long hair, uh, kind of like dresses kind of like raggedy if that makes any sense. Uh, big beard and stuff like that. He be, like looks like he wears clothes like he like he thrifted them kind of thing like like that okay. that kind of uh, aesthetic. Um, oh, I know this guy. Yeah. Okay. He does like the really funny skits where it's like yes. just him. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So those, those skits are really good. They're so funny. There's, it there's is. A, there's a Mean Girls one that he does yeah. when it's just a bunch of just a bunch of bros scooching together and watching Mean Girls on a tiny little phone, and it's hilarious. I don't know what the trick is, but like. I really have to tell myself that it's the same person. Like he says a lot of this, like this lines, like the same way. But I still like, oh right, it's still one person who's doing that. It's yeah. just like it would be great. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't okay. know he made music. Neither did I. So it just popped up on my for you page or whatever. He's like, I don't follow a lot of people on TikTok. He's one of the first people that I follow though, and uh, th- this clip popped up on my for you page of. Um, of him and the description mm-hmm. said like my band or whatever and he's playing this song and I was like what he play- he has music like that's crazy so mm-hmm. I saved it on my Spotify so I would remember to listen to it the next morning on my walk to the radio station with my headphones on and stuff mm-hmm. um, so the album is called Lean Into Me yeah the the little snippet of the of the song that I heard on his TikTok uh, is called Don't Tell the Boys okay I th- there's certain there's certain like forms of media that I experience and then I obsess over. Okay. So like, um, uh, what's an example? Like Bioshock infinite was like an example. Um, that, that show on Netflix called uh, maniac. I don't know if you ever watched that with uh, Jonah Hill and Emma stone. If you haven't watched that, I can't. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah it's okay. good. That's another one that I just absolutely, uh, I obsessed over it after I watched it. Mm-hmm. The second that I got, that I started to get like into this album, like after it's a few songs in, I knew immediately that this was going to be an album I was going to obsess over. I love that feeling. Yeah, it's incredible. And I think that's kind of the feeling that I've been like, when I keep saying to people, like, I'm looking for a new video game to play. Like, it was the same with Outer Wilds. Like, Outer Wilds, I obsessed over. It's the same sort of thing. This album is that same thing for me, and I knew it was going to be that, like, the second I started listening to it. The vibe in it is unbelievable. The song, uh, that little snippet or whatever that's on his TikTok from the song Don't Tell the Boys, Mm -hmm. if you're going to start anywhere in in his album that start with that song so sorry go on no no no, go ahead go ahead um the i mean like you can start from the top of the album like if you want to like the song california it's really good and Mm -hmm. and i think the album progresses better and better from that point on there's even a song i forget which one it is that's on here but there's even a song on there microwave dinner i really like that one um but there's a song on there that's just like instrumental there's no vocals and I like said to Jen the other day, we were like sitting in the car and I and I had it playing and I was like, remember the show Maniac? Like this song is that vibe. Mm. This this song is like the total vibe of that show, which maybe that speaks to why I'm like obsessing over this album. But yeah, I cannot possibly recommend this album enough. And I haven't stopped listening to it <laughs> in like four or five days. Okay. That's good to know because I actually have Don't Tell the Boys in my liked songs. Oh, so I have heard that song before, and I, cool. I did I did like it. I did yeah. like it a lot. So I'm highly recommend that album. the whole album. Highly I'm recommend add that album. That's so funny. I had no idea that it was that guy. 
Yeah, to- and like you'll you'll like hear him sing, and you'll be like, "This is that guy." Like, yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. Cool. Okay, okay, I'm adding that to my saved. Yeah, and Boom. if you if you get an opportunity to listen to it with headphones on too, because it, okay, my my walk to work that morning at like six a.m. walking down in downtown Vancouver, the vibe was immaculate. Nice, I love it. Um, actually, one more thing that I forgot to mention. Yeah. Sure. Um, Hot Mulligan's coming out with a new album. <gasps> Are they? Yeah, buddy. Is there a um, release date? I let me pull it up here. Uh, oh my god, I had it. <laughs> I had it. Um, Hot Mulligan release. Why would I watch on May twelfth, two thousand twenty-three? Oh. So I love the. Uh, track list already because they like their their track list is hilarious I did, they've already re- they've already released the track list yes so oh. track number one is shouldn't have a leg hole but i do track number two is it's a family movie she hates her dad <laughs> track number three is and i smoke <laughs> track number four is this song is called what it's called what it's called <laughs> Uh, track number five is no shoes in the coffee shop or socks <laughs> or socks. Six is Christ alive. My toe. Damn it hurts. <laughs> Seven is just Betty. Uh, eight is cock party two. And in parentheses better than the first. What the fuck? Uh, nine is shh, golf is on. <laughs> 10 is Gans media retro games. 11 is smacked my head off. And then track number 12 is John the Rock Cena. Can you smell what the Undertaker? I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I'm really excited for it. Oh, I haven't even checked out the cover. What's the cover? Oh, it's okay. That's it's so a, funny. It's a dude holding a, um, oh God, what are those things called? I'm going to post a link in the chat. What's it called? Those, uh, Viewmaster. I'm be holding a Viewmaster. Oh, oh, I actually didn't know that's what that's called. Yeah. Viewmaster. Damn. I haven't seen one of those the- in forever. That's that's exciting. So wow. we'll do that for sure. Um, also, one last thing before we get into the the bulk of the show here, uh, I meant to mention this uh, last episode, and also I think the, the episode before that. But uh, Chief State has a show coming up, um, oh, so really? I wanted to give that a shout out. So that's uh, they have a show coming up on April eighth. They're going to be playing uh, the Mom Jeans is the headliner. Bearings is uh, is the oh, special sick. guest. Um, and Chief State's going to be there as well. That's on April 8th at the Rickshaw Theater here in Vancouver, BC. So, do you want to do you want to go? I kind of do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I should be good. I fly to Hawaii literally the next day, but I should be good brag. to go. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. April. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. And, and yeah, uh, as as we approach. But uh, shall we get into some albums here? Let's do it. Let's. Uh, why don't you go first? I'm excited to hear what your list is. So, so okay. just to clarify, we're doing five pop punk albums. Is that is that correct? You gave me a yes, look there. I okay. gave five. No, I was just. I'm moving my leg. I'm, okay. my, my leg fell asleep. Um. So five pop punk albums, and then I don't know afterwards if you if you have another album that's like a non pop punk one. If you want to share that, you don't totally don't have to. To be completely honest, I don't have one prepared. So if that's, you, I, I do have one, but it still kind of is along the same lines because it was really hard to put five just yeah. into the full category. Totally. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll start. So my 
kind of ranking order, like the reason for what I chose is when I like albums, like my favorite albums typically have some sort of narrative, like some sort of concept or narrative where like you're listening to a story basically front to back. Oh, like um, a concept album kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So my, you know, so I, there's a couple of them that I have in this list just because that's what I like really like in in albums. But this top five is also because of ones that were like really important to me growing up. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how I chose the number f- that that five. And again, this is just my opinion. Yeah. Has nothing to do with. Uh, I don't know shit. Um, <laughs> It's just what I what I enjoyed listening. So my number one is American Idiot by Green Day. Okay. I think this was one of the first like CDs that I had. I, I probably had a lot, but like one that I really like remember like actually owning or buying or getting as a gift. But totally walking around with it religiously in my CD Walkman. <laughs> the, the Discman, I guess, is what it was. Um so just a little bit about it. Came out in two thousand four. And this was the, again, it's a concept album because it talks about the character, like the Jesus of suburbia. That's what it is. Yeah. So obviously it's got a lot of mix of pop, punk, uh, and rock influences. Um, a couple of things that I like liked through it, obviously is the different themes of what it's talking about of things like anger and rebellion and like all the different topics that honestly are the big theme behind all of these is basically like love loss and identity mm-hmm. that's like a big thing of like basically all these albums that i picked which is very funny um but so just some things that i picked out like some cool kind of like facts about this album um a lot of it was written within the lead singer billy joel armstrong his frustration with a lot of the political climate that was happening in the early 2000s, like the Iraq war. So again, going back to what we were talking about in the nostalgia run for reasons behind a lot of these, these punk albums is this kind of rebellion theme and this uh, cultural sway into it. Yeah. Um, the album was originally intended to be a punk or a punk rock opera and tells, tell the story of Jesus of suburbia. And I think something happened with that where it actually, actually became uh, a, a like uh broadway i think really? um yeah i think it actually became a, a broadway i could be wrong but um yeah so um where they recorded this album as well was on ocean way recording studios in hollywood where michael jackson recorded uh frank sinatra recorded and the stones have recorded so that was cool oh um the song Wake Me Up When September Ends was written about the death of Billy Joe Armstrong's father when he died of cancer. When he was, BJ was 10 years old. Whoa. Yeah. So my standout tracks for that would definitely be American Idiot. Um, What's Her Name, I think, of the end track I really like the best. And it's just, it's good. Um, the Jesus, the Jesus of Suburbia, I think that the, like the 10 minute, I think that was like my first like long form track <laughs> that I really like, oh my God, it just keeps going. It's so great. Because I think now on, I guess on streaming platforms and things like that, like they do break it up. Do they? No. Okay. So, um, Jesus Suburbia is still nine minutes long. Yeah, so great. As it should be. 
as it should be, right? And I and I remember this album being specifically important to me because this was the first album that I learned on the drums front to back and like would play it front to back like for the whole an hour. album or the whole the song? whole album the whole oh my album. god I I because it's this album is I'm looking on Spotify 57 minutes and 23 seconds I legitimately remember like on my iPod like putting headphones in because I had a full I had a full drum kit um, in like early or early high school. And like I would just play the full album front to back, so that was a lot of fun. Wow! So yeah, that one is probably just like the yeah, that's that has to be my number one. I actually have um, like a, a relationship with that album. I find mm-hmm. I feel like because so what you said that came out in like two thousand four. Is that right? Two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember that Christmas, um, my brother and I each got iPod Minis. So the cool. very first version ever of an iPod mini. Mine was like this little blue one with the tiniest screen ever. It was so sick. Were those like the square ones or no? Those were no, it was rectangular. Um, but it was like the next iPod after like the original like brick iPod. Sure. Um, gotcha. And uh, mm. so the first thing that I went and downloaded was American Idiot uh, by Green Day, the whole album. And we nice. went on a, on a Whistler trip that, that Christmas, right after Christmas, and the entire drive up there, man, I listened to Boulevard of Broken Dreams mm-hmm. for like two and a half hours, whatever the entire drive to Whistler is. Didn't mm-hmm. stop listening to Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Nice. It was incredible. And also um, uh, the song Holiday that's on that album as well. Um, Canucks fans, Vancouver Canucks fans have a healthy yep. relationship with that yeah. song because that was the iconic goal song during True. the 2011 Cup run. And... Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, Jesus of Suburbia has like ruined long songs for me because mm-hmm. that song is so good. And it's like a nine minute song where the entire thing is, is, is phenomenal. And then yeah. now, like I remember a day to remember had like a real, like a nine or 11 minute song on their album, uh, common courtesy, I think. Mm-hmm. And half of the song is just audio of them talking in, in the recording studio. And it's like, damn it, you guys got me. I thought this was going to be like a nine minute song. And it's yeah. like a, three minutes on yeah that ruins that ruins it uh, son of a bitch um okay so do you want to go back and forth or do you want to go for your next album now no let's go back and forth okay um which one do i want to go with first here uh okay i'm gonna go sort of in like a chronological order ah no fuck it okay i'm gonna go with uh all killer no filler by some 41 yep. which was one of the first or not one of it was the first sum 41 album that i ever listened to um the first song i ever heard of them i heard by them was in too deep because of my brother Mm -hmm. i remember my brother telling me about this song and this music video and then we were at our grandma's house one day and it popped (laughs) on on much music and dom was like this is that song and i was like this is unreal this is so sick and then the obsession started from there so um that album and like for the most part i think that album is like a non-skip album like i can listen to like every song i can listen to it like just without pausing a single one um came out in 2001 so it's such a weird thing to think about so weird to think that came out Mm -hmm. that long ago ridiculous um it's produced by uh the producer jerry finn who a lot of people within this genre will will recognize that name because he produced um and worked with bands like Blink, AFI, Green Day as well, Rancid, uh, just a bunch of bands that were kind of within this scene. So he's a, mm-hmm. he was a pretty well-known name. Um, unfortunately and sadly, he passed away in, in 2008. So rest in peace, mm-hmm. Jerry Finn. 
Um, pretty young too. I think he was under 40. Um, but hmm. yeah, um, tough transition off of that. My, <laughs> absolutely my bad. Um, but yeah, th- to me, this album just screams like, I mean, we talk so much about nostalgia. This album just screams nostalgia for me. Like yeah. it, it brings me back to, you know, like living in a specific basement suite. Um, after my parents had divorced and uh, like I said, like being in my grandma's apartment for a little bit and watching this much music music video with, with my brother and, you know, like long car rides with my dad to lacrosse games and listening to this album. Cause my dad was as equally into some 41 as we were, which is right. a really cool bonding thing for us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So a few of the tracks that are on here, remember I said a handful of episodes that I really liked for whatever reason, tracks that were like three, five, seven, nine, yeah, or whatever, odd, the odd numbers that happen the, to the be your three favorite. songs that I have on here are track number five, number nine and number 11. Oh my God. Uh, so, uh, rhythms, that was track number five. That's a sneaky banger that I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people think of when they think of some 41 or this album mm-hmm. handle this. Another one, uh, mm-hmm. man, uh, handle this to me is one of my all-time favorite Sum 41 songs, and it's one nice. of their one of their first ones too. Um, and then All She's Got, uh, track number eleven, is uh, is a good way to start to round out the album. Really nice, mm-hmm. uh, like fast, poppy, just overall good song. So yeah. All Killer No Filler, Sum 41. Good shit. Yeah. Do you good have any? Shit. Do you have any like memories with that album at all? Not really. No. I. I mean. What I remember a lot with some 41 is really primarily like what was put into, I guess, video games because they had some of their songs that were on um, on like some popular video games. I'm pretty sure they had Uh, one not from this album. It was from their album, Chuck. I think mm-hmm. the song was No Reason. It was on one of those, you know, they would do like FIFA Street video yeah. games or whatever. It was oh. like an NFL Street video game. And okay. I would turn off all the other songs yeah, yeah, in yeah. the game. So it would just be that one on repeat. It was so good. Also, just total side note, you, I forgot how fucking good FIFA Street is. Probably so like good. one of the most underrated games of all time that I really wish they made another one. Hey. Uh, so good. I mean, I have my brother's gamecube here if we could get a copy of that we uh-huh. could absolutely have a night play where some, we play some play fifa some street right <laughs> i even played it on uh the xbox too i think that's where i had it oh, or PlayStation. Baby. i can't remember anyway awesome um, okay next up okay next up so this one is gonna ruffle some feathers oh baby this we one's all, gonna we know that you've feathers. done that so much on the accounts <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one's going to ruffle some feathers here. Now, it's a Fallout Boy album. Okay. And it's not Take This to Your Grave. Okay. And it's also not From Under the Cork Tree. Is it Infinity on High? It's Infinity on High. Wow. Yeah, that's, I know. It's an L take. I get it. I'll wear it. I don't think but it's again, an L take, but this go on. Was, I'm just only because today it doesn't hold up. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't hold up. I got to look at the track list. And I mean, the opening track has Jay-Z. <laughs> Such a weird move. F.O.B. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it, like, yeah, that's one of the things that I wrote. Like, not only does it have Jay-Z, um, there's also, who else is on here? Uh, Brendan Urie's all there, which is cool. Like, Elvis, Elvis Costello is in there as well. Mm-hmm. Like, weird. Um, it just, it 
I like it just because at that current time, 2007, right? You're uh, like, I'm graduating like elementary school, going to high school. This is really, I'd say 2007 is peak emo pop punk. Yeah. I think personally that is the year. Again, just because it's me. Um, But that's where like a lot of like the good the good tracks of the time came from. And like, I know it doesn't have some sort of like single narrative concept, like, you know, American idiot, some of the other albums I'm going to talk about today. But Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously each song is going to introduce and talk about different variety of themes and throughout the track. But I mean, just for me, again, it's just a good, perfect, like a good quintessential kind of emo pop punk. Right. Um, Standout tracks for me are going to be, uh, Thanks for the murmurs. Um, uh, Arms race for sure. Yeah. Uh, Hum hallelujah. I really liked as well. Um, so, and I mean, I feel like even if you haven't heard follow boy, like this ain't a scene scene as an arms race, like was just everywhere at the time. Yeah. I think everybody kind of, that's one of those like choruses that everybody knows, even if you don't know the song. Yeah, exactly. Like that is like huge on, I think it was huge for like sporting events too and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think that cause you know, it like it explores different ideas of things like, uh, you know, um, you know, emotional health and things like a bitter breakup, like thanks for the memories and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I liked it. One of the things I found out about it is that the title is a reference to a line from a letter that Vincent Van Gogh wrote to his brother, which was, be clearly aware of the stars and infinity on high, then life seems almost enchanted after all. Oh, so that's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, right? Um, again, didn't know that till doing the research, but again, those are, that's just, simply that like there's no other reason just because at the time i listened to the shit out of it and that's it i'm uh like i'm just looking up the track list like while while you've been talking and stuff like that um leonard cohen uh co-wrote hum hallelujah oh shit that's kind of cool like isn't he the guy who wrote hallelujah uh am i dumb i like (laughs) did he unless it it's it's either him or it's Jeff Buckley. <laughs> no. No, it's not Leonard Cohen? No. Hallelujah was... Uh... Jesus Christ. Am I stupid? <laughs> no, maybe it was. I don't know. There's so there's the problem is that there's so many um, freaking iterations of it. Yeah, wait. I just Googled Hallelujah original, and then it says Leonard and Cohen. Oh, it is. Le- okay, okay. Yeah, 1984. Yeah, I'm not that much of an Damn, idiot. That's sorry. A, that's I a am. sick one for me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely big props. All right, so that's cool. Cool. Um, yeah, that's such a weird feature. Yeah. Damn. But sweet. Cool. So yeah, that's that's Infinity on High. Okay. Um, next one is one that uh, you're gonna like. And mm. another one of those cases where I would certainly never have even heard of these guys had it not been for you. Just, okay, yeah. so right off the bat, do you have any guesses that come to mind when I, if I were to say this is a band that you showed me at Swanee Set, do you have any band that comes to mind? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, um, I, it's absolutely putting you on the spot. So it would have had to have been like 2000, like 2013, 14 era. Is it Wonder Years? Because I showed you the Wonder Years. It's not the no, Wonder it's Years. it's not the Wonder Years. It's a pop punk band. Not exactly. Like, p- 
punk, alternative, maybe a little folk. No, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's Attack in Black. Ah. The album is Marriage. Ah. Um, that's, yeah, that's which, my honorable mention. Yeah. You, oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so interesting. Damn. Sorry I stole that from you. No, no, no. Please. <laughs> I, I want to, yeah, I want to know what you got to say about it. Um, so again, like the overwhelming theme of like my entire life is I'm late to the party with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, this was an <laughs> album that came out in 2007. So yeah. like you said, in terms of trying to figure out like the era, I didn't even hear about these guys until like 2013, 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a- almost seven years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this this album also like just doing some research uh i I don't know if i if i even said the album name or not the album is marriage if i if i hadn't or not yet but uh it won some award at at it the caspi award have you heard of that before or the caspi awards um it was some it was for being some some canadian radio station's favorite new indie record release it it won some award for that whatever that means but Mm -hmm. um in terms of like research about the album, like I, in all honesty, like I don't have a ton. Like I, I'm, I'm going off of their, their Wikipedia page when I was looking yeah. some of this stuff up, and this is a band that wasn't around for that long. Like no. they don't have a lot of releases. They have two full lengths and one EP. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not really a ton here. No, the the I only I honestly only have like one other reference uh, uh, when it comes to Attack and Black. Um, fuck, what's that song called? I did a cover of it on my Instagram at some point. Um, I'm gonna forget. I think it's called. Oh, okay, that's on the curve of the earth. Yeah, that's what I was which gonna say. That's, that's I just the, scored. I just scored that album on vinyl a couple of weeks ago, which I'm really super stoked about. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Honestly, hard, like I don't know why I, I I haven't listened to the rest of that album. I've only listened oh. to that one song. But I I'll, I'll love tell you what that that, that album song. is that album is a good rainy day, good rainy oh. day album. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That song is a kind of a good rainy day song. So it, whole, so that whole album whole follows that same oh, theme. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um. This was one of the first albums that I think I had ever heard where, um, or at least that I had like, I knowingly knew where ever, it was kind of the whole album, like you've talked about is a story. Like mm-hmm. the, the whole thing kind of goes cohesively together, which yep. again, like I talked before about certain things of media, when I hear them, like I obsess over them. When mm-hmm. I heard that about concept albums being a thing, yeah, that it, it's been something that's been like, when I find one, I'm mm-hmm. so amped about it and I'm so intrigued by the story. I remember like in the in the original days of us, like when we had the the bottom shelf podcast or whatever when we were doing mm-hmm. our music club, I remember telling you about this album uh, by this band called Defeater. Oh uh, yeah. I, yeah. I still really like that album, but it's hard for me to actually find it. Yeah, because it's like so hit and miss on Spotify. Yeah. Um, but that is another one of those concept albums, for example. Like another one of those ones that I was like late to the party to, but I found it and, and I was like, and I obsessed about the story of this album. Yeah. It's um, Empty Days and Sleepless Nights, right? That's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so yeah, other than that, like uh, in terms of like songs that I have on the album that, that I really like, uh, Young Leaves. Uh, I feel like I can, when I say it, I can hear the singer's voice in my head saying Young Leaves. Like, that's yeah. how many times I've listened to this. It's so good. Uh, if All I Thought Were True, obviously, Marriage, that's the title track, mm-hmm. Northern Towns, and then Chimes and Church Bells, such a cool way to end the album. Absolutely. Like, so mellow. Like, oh, my God. Well, I, my favorite part about this is that, like, the song is hinted at throughout the rest of the album. That the song, Chimes and Church Bells is? Yeah. 
Really? Because if you listen to um, either Broken Things or something like that, or Footprints, like listen to the end of some of those tracks. Yeah. The Chimes and Church Bells like uh, chorus is like played either in like piano or it's either in like, yeah, it's like piano version of that song. That's so cool. Yeah. So like, that's what I like is like, like that last song is like hinted at throughout yeah. the, throughout the album. So, um, I think I did talk about, uh, attack and black and marriage specifically. Cause I talked about Daniel Romano, who's that's the, uh, lead vocals on yeah. attack and black. He's also the guy who I showed you the chicken bill song. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's him as well. But, um, Daniel Romano actually played a lot and actually, I think he still plays a lot. He's one of the lead guitars for, um, sitting color. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, okay, I think you're up. Okay, so um, we went through Infinity on High. My next one is going to be by My Chemical Romance. Nice. Is it? And it's The Black Parade. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Has to be. Has to be, right? Has to be. Um, like, there's just... This is just the Emo Kids album. That's it. This is straight up. That's what it is. Um, it's a, a good mix of like acts almost. Like there's just, again, it, it, I, I'd say it's kind of a concept album because there is really this like beginning, even though, even though literally the title track is the end or the, the beginning track <laughs> is the end, which is great. Um, but like setting that tone for the album, like starting with that like flat line sound yeah. and then going in into dead, which is great. I like that one. Yeah. Like so much good, like, like chorus into dead. And then, um, obviously going through like, this is how I disappear, uh, the sharpest lives and then welcome to the black parade. Again, that's just the iconic. It's just iconic. It's so good. It's just, it's a great, um, album through and through i think my favorite track that i like because i tried to learn and play it on guitar was mm-hmm. um disenchanted Ooh. um i really like that song because again i love it when albums just kind of take a turn of what is typically like the theme of the album and like it's just um going completely different like in in what disenchanted does because again it's just like a guitar and then um oh wow i should i should know his name um what the the lead singer yeah why is it escaping me right now Uh, um while people listening to this are going to be like screaming at their i know (laughs) i hate it i hate it uh gerard gerard Gerard. jesus (laughs) Um, so it's just like guitar and Gerard play or Gerard way, which is just, it's so good. Um, but we look at like the, just the themes of just like pure emo. Right. Um, so yeah, I, it just, I like the teenagers, right. That's just, oh, that, such that's a the good high song. energy track, right? Youth oh. rebellion, these stupid fucking teenagers ruining everything. Right? getting in the way on the sky train get in the way on the sky train <laughs> and but they're scary and i know this for a fact because that's kind of what i do for a job and yeah they're fucking scary straight up like uh one of my old jobs i used to like deliver car parts for this company mm-hmm. and we had like one of the accounts that we had to deliver to was was a high school yeah when i i the amount of anxiety that would fill my body when i would have to drive to this high school 
mm-hmm. and then have to walk through the hallways to bring these parts to to like the mechanic department or whatever in this school and like all these fucking youths mm-hmm. are just like staring at me mm-hmm. teenage like teenagers scare the shit out of me yeah buddy the song is accurate yeah, buddy. So, I mean, and like, I think, I think a lot of like, cause again, I think it is a concept album with the idea is that the, you start with dying, but then I, cause like one of the, there's one of the tracks on there called cancer. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is like somebody who is like dealing with or dying from cancer and then kind of looking more introspectively on these different things and like how they deal with mortality and self-discovery, redemption, as well um but oh, man it's just it's great through and through great album can't ignore it yeah i i legitimately love the song teenagers and when i was in high mm-hmm. school uh in my school of rock class through uh in grade 11 the like senior band was called the wild boys and they uh they did a cover of teenagers and it like got me hooked on that song i had heard mm-hmm. it before but just when they did it I, I just like fell in love with that song. So I, yeah. yeah, big, big fan of that. It's funny as well. Like I remember talking just this past summer, actually, um, at, uh, uh a wedding in, in Jen's family. And I was mm-hmm. talking with her sister-in-law at one point and we were like talking about like our taste in music and stuff. And I was telling her like, yeah, like I, I like, like pop punk and punk rock and emo and stuff. And when I brought up emo, she was like, the, the question she had was like, yeah, but when you say emo, do you mean like, my chemical romance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I mean, like I like chemi- my chemical romance, but like, no, I like, uh, like death cab and like, yeah. uh, modern baseball and like some of the mm-hmm. other bands, but it was like, it's funny. Like that kind of like almost like knee jerk reaction of, okay, what are you talking about? Like emo? Or are you talking about like the, the really pale, uh, my chemical romance kind yeah. of emo <laughs> You're talking like, yeah, like the high striped socks and boots. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Um, okay, my turn, I think. Um, let's get into Neck Deep, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Um, I've talked about them so much. Everybody by now knows that they're in present day, like one of my favorite bands. I would say like top two, top three in present day. Uh, the album specifically that I'm talking about is, and we've talked about this recently in the Discord actually, is Life's Not Out to Get You mm-hmm. uh, from 2015. It was... They had already had an album, like a full-length album before that called Wishful Thinking. Um, Their lead singer, uh, Ben Barlow, hopefully I'm saying the last name correctly, um, said when they were were talking about Life's Not Out to Get You because this was the song following, or the album following Wishful Thinking, he said, like, this this album is what Wishful Thinking should have been because, Mm -hmm. like, this was a lot higher. This was, like, their first big album, like, when they signed to a record label and they had a bunch of production behind it. So... Um, the production value was up. The quality was up. They they were growing as musicians, so the, the quality in those regards had gone up. Um, and I kind of found this album like kind of out of the blue. I, I remember like I I had heard of Neck Deep, and I I had always been telling myself like okay I'm gonna give them a try one time. Like I just I I keep hearing people talking about them. I've never actually listened to them. Like I'm gonna give them a shot one time. So like Mm -hmm. one day I was driving to work and I was like, okay, today's the day I'm finally gonna give them a try. And this was the album. And the first song on the album is uh, what's it called? I I forget what it's called. Um, Let me just get to the track list real quick. Uh, Citizens of Earth, and Mm -hmm. it's very 
I mean, it's not like very heavy, but in comparison to the rest of their stuff, it's a mm-hmm. much heavier song than what you would expect with Neck Deep. So I remember thinking when I heard that first song, I was like, I mean, this is okay. Like, it's I don't love it. I don't hate it. Like, it is what it is. And then the next song off at, immediately after that, Threat Level Midnight, then it goes mm-hmm. into like a neck deep song and a neck deep vibe. Yeah. Uh, and then from that point on, again, not that I dislike Citizens of Earth, but from Threat Level Midnight and on, to me, this is another one of those like no skip albums where I can listen to every single song. Um, it was produced by Jeremy McKinnon. He's the the head man of uh, A Day to Remember, as well as Andrew Wade, who mm. he did a bunch of A Day to Remember's albums in, in terms yeah. of, of producing and stuff. Um, but one of the things about this album that I really like is the artwork that's on it. Yeah, um, it's cool. And it's so bright. It's so like vibrant. It's such a pop. I mean, like the album is called Life's Not Out to Get You. And then they have this very bright and vibrant, like it's very like positive vibey kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, I, I looked up the artist who did the artwork because oh yeah, it looks so familiar. I feel like I've seen it. I've seen this style of art so much. Sure. So the artist um, is, his name is Ricardo Cavolo. Again, hopefully I'm, I didn't butcher his last name. But mm-hmm. the reason why... I recognize his art so much is because it's displayed in Starbucks so much. Oh my God. Yeah. You'll yeah. like look up this artist and you'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen that in Starbucks before. I've seen this in Starbucks before. I've seen this in Starbucks before. And that's why for me, when I look at this album cover, I'm like, this is why it looks so familiar to me, even yeah. though like at the time I had never seen it before. Totally. As soon as you see it, you're like, yep, I've seen this like, 100% style in a Starbucks. I was going to say, it looks a lot like like a like a children's like illustration kind of novel obviously the, the types of the drawings not but like damn yeah totally. pretty cool yeah. um so in terms of songs that i would recommend uh from the album i mean there's so many uh serpents is my favorite neck deep song of all time that's on this album uh gold steps was one of the first singles that came out it's got a really cool music video but that song overall just slaps from from start to finish uh, and then I hope this comes back to haunt you. It's later in the album. Starts off slow, gets a lot faster uh, as the song progresses. Another banger, but uh, that is Life's Not Out to Get You, another one of those uh, no-skip albums, in my opinion. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll keep this next one short because, again, it's just my own, you know, my own personal, like my own journey into yeah. this genre. Um, it's a Paramore album, and I really struggled between Riot and All We Know Is Falling. Okay. But I decided to go with All We Know Is Falling, because I think that was my first Paramore album that I listened to, which I think it was their debut album. Um, but again, some of the themes that we look at. Oh, look, it's Lost and Heartbreak. Wow, amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was recorded, and then the I think the original bass guitar player left paramore after that um but i mean like the standout track for that one probably is going to be my heart which Mm -hmm. i think most people know and that's probably and the reason why i chose this over riot is that when i'm like when i want to get into paramore groove like this is usually the album that i come back to more versus riot um even though there's so many great tracks on riot yeah um like playing um the song on rock band what's the song they had on rock band uh was it misery business no it wasn't um Um, we're terrible at remembering shit 
Ignorance, or is that what that song is called? No, it's, um, oh, Crush Crush. Oh, Cr- yeah. Crush Crush Crush. Yeah, playing that on a rock band all the time. So good. <laughs> um, but no, so My Heart, which is cool, was obviously lit- written by Haley Williams, but mm-hmm. it was written when she was 13 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. man, she's talented as hell. So, so the song was originally recorded for a demo the band made before they were signed to a record label and then before they re-recorded it for that album. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So my standout tracks for that is going to be All We Know, the t- opening track. So yep. good. I think uh, that's another one, one of those ones that most people know, even if they don't really think they know it. Yeah. Pressure. So good. Um, emergency, which I really like, and then my heart. So that's that one. This Just, is a this is a short album. I mean, it's only ten songs, thirty five minutes. It is. Yeah, it's a short album, but I mean, there's just there's a lot of goodness in it. Did Did you say this was their first album or their first like studio album? I, I or did think you not so. say that? I th- I think I did. I think it was. Um, wow, that's wild that she wrote that song. Where she was, I'm just like looking. I'm looking like through some stats and stuff. Yeah, like that debut like, studio album. Yeah, wow. Like looking yeah, at like out. pictures from from of like Haley Williams from that era and stuff. Yeah, and, and the rest of the band. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. They just had a new album come out. Actually, Paramore did. Yes, oh, I still have to listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay, are we? We're getting close to the end. I think I only have. Uh, so that was your fourth, I think. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do Modern Baseball, another band that people have heard me talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, it's a tough topic because it's their, their I, again, I've said before, this is their last, or they're no, no longer a, bland, a band. They're on mm-hmm. quote unquote hiatus. They've, they've broken up. Yeah. Um, and this was their last, their last album that they released. And I thought it was, like none of their albums are bad, but mm-hmm. I, th- I think that the progression of their writing got better and better and this is another one of those ones this album specifically holy ghost um the quality of it is upped so much i think in terms of like 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 recording quality not necessarily like their musicianship and stuff but Mm -hmm. um yeah so this came out in 2016 it was their third and final studio album unfortunately um it's pretty cool like people have heard me talk to this point or by this point about how i like the wordy lyrics and stuff and uh, modern baseball had, I mean, all of them sang in the band. There, there's four of them, and yeah, all of them sang. But cool. so cool. Um, but the the two like lead singers, um, Jake Ewald. I've talked about him before. He's now the the main guy in Slaughter Beach Dog. Um, on this album, he wrote the first half of the songs, like the first six songs, I think it was, and then the l- remaining five songs were written by the other lead singer, uh, Bren Lukens. And it's pretty cool because the first half of the songs that uh, Jake wrote, the majority of them are written about the the passing of his grandpa and yeah. him coming to terms with that and, and so on. And then the remaining five songs that were written by Bren Lukens are more so focused on his personal struggles with mental illness and, de- and depression and stuff. So mm. it's it's a pretty interesting listen to try and find the point where the writing switches and and the theme doesn't necessarily like switch, but trying to find that, that time when, I mean, other than just listening to who's singing it, Mm -hmm. um, but trying to find that point where, where the theme kind of switches a little bit for lack of a better term. Um, 
the album starts with, uh, I think the song right off the bat is called Holy Ghost. Uh, if I have the page up here somewhere. Yeah, Holy Ghost. It's a really short like intro song, but it f- the, like the ending of Holy Ghost flows into Wedding Singer, which is mm. kind of like the opening track. So it's like yeah. the, the first song, the end of it is the start of the next song, and that's when the album like really starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wedding Singer is one of the ones that I wrote down as uh, one of the songs that I would suggest. Also, sidebar, there's a really cool video of them when they're like promoing the album right when it gets released and they're doing like these promo videos and stuff. There's a really cool video of uh, Jake and Bren doing like a live performance for Rolling Stone. So the video mm-hmm. of that is on YouTube if anyone wants to find it uh, or go look for it. It's, it's them performing Wedding Singer. Um, and then the other two songs on here from that album that I wrote down are Just Another Face, which is towards the end of the album and hiding, which is a really slow song, but really cool in my opinion. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Highly recommend. All right. So we got one more album each. One and more the each. question is which blink quantity two album did we pick? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick a blink album. You didn't really shocker. Yeah. Wow. I know I was trying to go like a little unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so I went with self-titled album. Oh yeah, two thousand three. That um, is, that might be kind of controversial, but I would have picked the same one. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's the one they released just before, just uh, just before uh, Tom left, right? Yes. Um, no, man. There's so many. Like probably some of my favorite tracks are on this album. Yeah, I agree. Um, like feeling this. Yeah. Great. Um, you know when we go into. Um, like i miss you like how is that how is that not like that ballad is just so good Mm because i mean it shows like their ability to write a little bit more like poignant songs i guess um because it's just that one was just everywhere as well at the time um but my favorite tracks were feeling this i miss you down still one of my favorite blink tracks down Mm -hmm. for sure and asthenia damn that uh, one is so good i loved all of it so i mean it's like a little bit of a departure from their earlier stuff before that because it introduces a lot more experimental sound um just more with like i guess yeah a little bit more not, not ambience but just like more kind of more sound mm. effects. Uh, yeah, I know. More, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. I think. I think generally people would kind of know what, what you're mm-hmm. hinting at when you're saying that. Yeah. Uh, and so, more more emotion lyrically too. Mm-hmm. Like a lot less nursery rhyme. Yeah. And a lot more, like, uh, yeah, emotion. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's your letter is one of the last. So- it's not the last song, I don't think, but it's one of the last songs on that album. Yes. That nobody talks about. No, and such I, a good I was, song. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, that one is also. Because I'm looking at it right here. Here's your letter. It's just so good too. Yeah, yeah. This, this yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I, and again, I think this is kind of this would be considered kind of controversial because it's not one of the. I mean, it is like an iconic album. I mm-hmm. would say, but it's not like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket or Anima of the no. State, like the ones that people generally think of when they go to put on a Blink album. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I would have picked the same thing. I think. Uh, yeah, in terms of probably my favorite Blink. Do you have a favorite Blink song? Have I asked you that before? Yeah, we talked about it. It's um, the, we both have the same. Yeah, one. it was the same one. Yeah, it yeah. was um, not now, not now. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
I'm going to end off with my honorable mention because you talked about Attack in Black. So I'm just yep. going to say my honorable mention is going to be Commit This to Memory by Motion City Soundtrack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's such a Colton pick. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's just it's hard to rank it just because like it's yeah. I mean, Hold Me Down, my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Time Turned Fragile, also really fantastic. Everything was all right. Like everybody knows that one. That's true, um, yeah. But man, that one just lets you it hits you in the feels. I don't know. It's just like it's complicated relationships. It's unsure how to, you know, especially for hold me down, like unsure how to break, you know, break the news. Um, but yeah, so many different themes of like, you know, missed opportunities, laziness, failed attempts to just try to be better. Don't really know what you're missing. Like there's just some sort of missing piece there. A lot of different things that I like. I really kind of, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed listening the whole time. So, uh, that is my honorable mention and that gotcha. is the albums that I got. So what do you got? Okay. Uh, to wrap it up, um, I kind of cheated a little bit here because I, it's two albums because I couldn't pick, mm. um, two albums from the same band. So, uh, I'm going to a day to remember and the, I was trying to decide between homesick, which mm-hmm. is like their iconic album that every, or most people, probably started with when they first fell into a day to remember yeah um i was trying to pick between that one and what separates me from you which is the album immediately following homesick Mm -hmm. um and the reason i struggled with it is because it's so hard to not pick homesick it's such a good album like front to back again some of their most iconic songs that are on there downfall fall of us all everybody knows that intro the do 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 like that thing um i made of wax larry a really cool oh, yeah. uh really cool uh, uh music video that goes along with that shout out um, ben stiller <laughs> yeah uh if it means a lot to you everybody knows that song like that's like their ballad that that mm-hmm. is probably their most famous song another song about the weekend like i love that song um what separates me from you it, it's another short album i think it's only yeah it's only 10 songs mm-hmm. um this was my first A Day to Remember song that I fell into. Shocker, I was late to the party with A Day to Remember. <laughs> uh, and in all, this is such a stupid story. The reason I found A Day to Remember and this album specifically was because of Jersey Shore. <laughs> their, their song, If I Leave, played yeah. on a Jersey Shore episode in one of Ronnie and Sammy's breakups. Um, and then when a song would play like in the bottom right corner, like the little ticker would pop up that said like the song title and the artist. And I was yeah. like, the song rocks. What the hell oh is this? God. And then I looked it up and it, and I found that's a day awesome. to remember and I never looked back. Um, that's but great. again, this song or this album has some, has some awesome tracks as well. It's complicated. It's phenomenal. This is the house that doubt built is mm-hmm. I think my favorite, a day to remember song of all time. Um, like I said, if I leave out of time, uh, UB Tales, I'll Be Sonic, another phenomenal one. So I was trying to pick between the two because I think the easy option is Homesick. Mm-hmm. I think the more like hipster take here is what separates me from you. Um, Sorry, Ben's just looking at me outside the window. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so that wraps up. I, like I said, I don't have any honorable mention because I'm Sorry, unprepared. You had, you had to. You cheated, so it's I'm fine. an unprepared little <laughs> bitch, so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that kind of wraps up our list, and that kind of wraps up the episode, I think. Should we mm-hmm. should we uh, finish it up here? Yeah, buddy. I think that's a good way to end it. So, I mean, I'm curious to see what everybody else's top five is. Um, yeah. So join the Discord. Let us know. 
come have some conversations talk to us please yeah um this is one of those episodes where it's a good opportunity to join the discord because it's a really good talking point yeah and if you want to talk shit about all my different music tastes and how i listen to music please by all means i can take the side <laughs> i can take the cyber bullying my uh i actually meant to tell you this i uh because my brother texted me last week he sent me a screenshot um from one of his friends a yeah. screenshot is from somebody named paul and he said uh uh him and his partner i guess oh, were li- yeah paul and and uh, so we can t- cut this out but yeah paul and annie yeah okay Annie's so you te- know them okay yeah great. Annie texted me she's like oh my god i didn't know that it was you and tino that were on there like, yeah oh cool okay right on yeah so we're getting good feedback i love that uh yeah and, and uh, again like not to like pump our own tires, but I think we have something really cool here. And the mm-hmm. the the theme, the the common thing that I keep hearing from people is that like I've said this to you before, like you and I are we're easy listening. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just something you put on in the background, like yeah, it, it, it's, it's all we like, need. Yeah, it's easy listening. It's easy background noise. So uh, good opportunity to to join the background noise by joining the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why not? There you go. Cool. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, we'll be back in person probably for the next recording. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get right to it. But, yeah, whatever you want us to talk about, let us know. Come join the Discord. Join the chat. Let us know in the comment section. Um, we value each and every one of y'all's feedback. So, with that being said, uh, stay safe. Be well. See you in a couple weeks. And what's your sign-off? Use chapstick. Okay, you got it. You got to put that to rest. <laughs> you got to put that to rest. See ya. <laughs>